Hello, and welcome to Super Movie Ball. People of the internet, this is Mac, and I'm here with my good friend, as always, Peter. Hey, guys. Uh, are you guys ready for some more madness? Are you guys ready for some crazy, crazy movie stuff? I know I am. Uh, been doing pretty good this week, not that you care, but uh, getting into some good stuff. Peter, how are you doing today? I'm friend? doing much better today. Just getting over a cold from the week, so I'm a little little nasally. Sorry about that, guys, but uh, feeling pretty good today. I'm sure they'll understand. we got some pretty good fans. Um, so, before we get into our movie this week... Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about what we've been getting into. Peter, have you been watching anything? I know you said you've been sick. Is there any kind of like favorite movies you like to watch when you're not feeling well or TV shows or anything like that? Uh, honestly, I don't end up watching a whole lot. I was all amped up for uh, Stranger Things this week. Oh, and yeah. I wore my shirt on Friday to work. and uh, You have a you shirt? Know. Yeah. So. Wait, you didn't tell me you had a shirt? Uh, just a Stranger Things shirt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is it just the logo or... No, it's like a thing. It came in uh, one of the loot crates. Ah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, we are not sponsored by Loot Crate, but I guess we could be. That'd be awesome. So I was all amped up. I haven't even watched it yet. Just yeah. hadn't been feeling well. So uh, get to that here soon. Cool. Um, but no, otherwise, actually, I haven't really watched a whole lot since we last talked. I've been um, super busy. <laughs> um, well, we watched two movies, one of which today is... Uh, Blood Fist Blood starring Fist. Don the Dragon Wilson <laughs> uh, the other thing I watched I listened to James Bonding which is a great podcast if you're a James Bond fan uh, this week they're doing License to Kill which is the second Timothy Dalton movie so I've been watching that I've been watching a series uh, from the BBC called Paul Dark uh, it's on PBS here it's a pretty good show it's kind of like uh, it's late 18th century uh, it's it's in uh, where is it at again? I think it is. I can't remember where it's at. Is it's, it a comedy? It's not. No, I was gonna say I've never. No, heard of no, it, it's not a comedy. It's definitely a drama. Huh. It's based on books from the 1940s and 1950s. Is it old? But I can't. He's in Cornwall. Never mind. Okay. He's there in Cornwall. I was trying to think of the word and I couldn't <laughs> think of it. They're in Cornwall. It's a very good series. I really like it. Uh, I kind of like old-timey stuff like Downton Abbey. I don't know if you've ever watched that. It's not like Downton Abbey, but it has that sort of same old-timey feel gotcha, to yeah. it. But um, it's pretty good. I've been watching that. I've also been playing uh, video games again. I love Tekken 7. Tekken <laughs> 7 is amazing. Also, I think I've been playing uh, Shantae, which is a platformer. It's from, like, the. it started out on the Game Boy Color, and it was just, like, during that era, era of the 90s where and 80s were just, like, so many platformers. I'm not into platformers anymore. Yeah. But and there's a lot of old school platformers that are coming back, like that are on Steam and PS3 and Xbox One or PS4 and Xbox One. But uh, this is it's sort of like um, old school, but the developer keeps like that aesthetic from Super Nintendo, Game Boy Color air era, yeah, classic feel. To yeah, it, classic feel to it. Yeah. And it's not real deep, but it's very challenging. It's like the most satisfying experience because. There's not a ton of stuff to collect, and everything you correct, collect has a purpose, which I love that. So nice. I've been playing. I just beat the one, and I'm on to the next one. So I think it's Risky Pirate, and I think I'm on to Pirate's Curse or something like that. Ooh, Risky's Revenge, and then I think it's Pirate's Curse. Anyway, Shantae, if you haven't played it, it's, it's a really fun game. I'm totally into that. Nice. Warning. Warning. Spoiler. Alert. I am Spoiler Protection Edict Widget. Or Spew for short. You have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way. So bask in spoiler country you have cluelessly wandered into, baby.
So this week, last episode, um, I was on point. So this week, my man Peter's on point, and he's going to be handling Blood Fist. Peter, tell us all about Blood Fist. Handling Blood Fist, huh? That's yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, well, this uh, is a basically a Bloodsport ripoff, <laughs> if it was not obvious by the title. Um, <laughs> the uh, opening credits start out uh, kind of introducing us to all of the real-world fighters and their titles uh, that they've won throughout it. So we've got Don Wilson, uh, Don the Dragon Wilson, who's uh, he's a world kickboxing champion. Yeah, and like 20 got, times uh, or something like it's that. It's got my, my boy Billy Blanks in it. I love Billy Blanks. So Actually, I like Billy Bent Blanks. We will, we will end up doing more movies of his yeah, as we go on, because I, I, I love Billy Blanks. I like him with hair, so, by the way. He looks better with hair. He, he does. He, he looks, looks a lot better with hair. Yeah. He's got hair in this. I have some great movies in my collection from with him uh, from the early 90s that are just wonderful. So we'll do some more with him, but uh, yeah, they're kind of the two only real names I believe that most people would ever know. There's some, you know, kickboxing people and things in this, some real fighters uh, with real credits to their names. But um, anyway, uh, this was uh, produced by Roger Corman. Yeah, I love Roger Corman. Yeah, it's, you know, kind of a good one there. I believe this was the first of eight. I, I, I kept seeing eight and then nine in other areas. Really? So I, it's at least eight films. I um, had never even heard of this movie. I, you know, I hadn't either. And I ran across t- it pretty randomly. <laughs> when you told me there was like eight of them, I was like, what? Yeah. Well, and so the funny thing is this one, uh, Don Wilson is our main character. He plays a guy named Jake. And Jake is only a character for these movies in the first two in the rest of them, he plays a whole different character, but they're all Blood Fist movies. <laughs> I have not seen them yet. This sounds really interesting, so I'm going to have to see them. I have the second one now. I obtained a copy. I will have to watch that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this one's kind of a recent one for me. I've been a fan of... I've watched some other Don Wilson movies, and uh, as I mentioned, I like Billy Blank. So I saw these two together recently and just had to get it a month or two ago. And So it's kind of a recent introduction for me. But uh, it was a pretty fun movie because uh, some of the action's pretty good in it. Some of the fight scenes are pretty good. Yeah. Um, but there's not not a whole lot of substance to it, honestly. No, um, there's, it's pretty it simplistic. It tries to get deep, but... <laughs> you know what? This is what I love about Roger Corman, not to get off subject, but no, like... He knows exactly what he's doing as far as, like, he knows what this is. Knows what it knows what it is. Yeah. It's not, you know, look, it's not a great, it's not a wedding cake that's been made by a chef. You yeah. know, it is zebra cakes. Like, it is Little <laughs> Debbie's, yeah. whatever. It's still good. Yeah. But it's it's just, like, it's not quite the quality there. So no, that's a good way it, to put it. It knows yeah. what it is. Yeah. And that's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that is a good way to put it. I didn't think of it that way. That's... So, yeah, this movie starts out, and basically uh, we just get, you know, during the credits we get introduced to a fighter in a ring. Um, he wins a championship here, and he's uh, he was supposed to, you kind of get the feeling that he was supposed to throw the fight, but then he doesn't. And he goes wandering through, like, a park or something here, and he's drinking, celebrating, feeling good about himself. You see, like, his, I guess it's his trainer um, and some other guys, like, following him in, like, an alley kind of way. Yeah. You don't really know what's going on yet, you know? It just started. And he's just drunk and yelling and talking about how great he is. (laughs) And so then suddenly he gets killed. So just, you know, put it that way. That's how the movie starts out. Uh, We don't see who kills him. But then some homeless guy comes up and loots 
his body. Yeah, <laughs> just like Lutz's body. And it's worth noting, like, this is backtracking just a tiny bit, but, like, the credits come up and it has their, like, credentials. Yeah, yeah. For, for like, everybody, like, which I think was kind of cool in a way. It, like, it was trying to, like, one up Bloodsport, I think, in that uh, way. Because yeah, yeah. it's, like, we have real fighters. I mean, not that there weren't real fighters in Bloodsport, but, you yeah. know, it's. So, as always, we have it, like, playing right now. And, uh, as you mentioned, the guy gets killed. And there's spikes in, like, the foreground. There's a random, like, piece of a fence. And nothing happens with it. Yeah, it's like a spiky piece of a top of a fence there. and So, yeah, a homeless guy comes up and loots him, which comes back into play later in the film. That's why I mention it. So he takes his hat and things like that off of him. Basically, uh, just to kind of cut forward there, we get introduced to Jake, who is uh, Don Wilson here. Yeah. He is uh, giving, like, an... uh, demonstration like a boxing demonstration uh at his self-defense place and uh there's like his buddy is uh they're like talking to some people and you don't see who it is it turns out it's kids so he's giving like a demonstration to some kids and to like impress the kids the guy has like the punching bag rigged with like an explosive so it pops when he hits it so he goes three two one or whatever and like hits it and it pops and the kids are all impressed and you know, it's it's just anyway, it's pretty funny. And it's it's like worse than that the, that the that the punching bag looks like those clown punching bags you had when you were a kid. Yes. Like I never had one, but like like the Bapo kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like that's what it looks it's like all yellow, but that's exactly what it looks like. And this guy's like a grown man. It's there you he's know got I, never, a rat tail. I never saw what the budget could, was for this, but it could not have been much just because of some of these props. They're so bad. Oh, it's just, low budget. It's pretty bad. But uh so yeah, so Jake does that and uh basically he gets uh to kind of keep going through the beginning here, he uh gets a call and they say it's about his brother, and so he gets told he needs to come to Manila. To claim his brother. Yeah. And so what we basically kind of discern from that is the guy killed at the beginning was his brother. So that's why he's going there. Yeah, isn't it like his half-brother or something like that? Yeah, it was something like I don't that. Know, I yeah. can't. Again, this movie moves really rapidly through the stuff. Like, they'll say something, and then it'll just like, okay, next thing. You know, there's not... Well, it's it's so weird because like all of this stuff, like when you start looking at it, is like it all happens in like the first you know ten minutes or twenty yeah. minutes when you reflect on it, and then when you get down to the end of the movie, you're just like, there's only four minutes or something left in this movie. How does it even resolve? And then it does. It just sort of ties up really quick. So yeah. it just keeps moving. So if it sounds like I'm buzzing through it, it's kind of how it works. And a lot of the funny stuff, like just the stiff acting and things like that, you just kind of have to watch for yourself. I wanted to ask you, I'm sorry, I don't want to deviate too much, because I know no. I keep jumping in here. So, but what do you think about Don the Dragon Wilson, like his, his presence and his acting? So, what I think is hilarious in this movie is they have him wearing, like, a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt through, like, a lot of it, which is just kind of funny, because, like, when do you see that? But also, it's kind of like, it's just a plain t-shirt sort of a thing, and what catches me as funny is he's, he keeps, like, a straight face all the time, and he stays very casual, and he's never, uh, 
quote cool like he never no. plays like the cool hero yeah at all even though he is like the hero and he's pretty you know his like moves are pretty good and all that kind of whatever he obviously knows how to fight but yeah. like is that kind of what you're getting at or well i just do you like him like i don't know if he's a leading man but i kind of like him i can there's something he's got like a quality to him where it's like yeah he's, he seems like an okay guy he seems like you know whatever he's not exactly like he seems like a decent guy yeah, yeah he doesn't he yeah. doesn't seem like a Schwarzenegger or Stallone. No macho-ness like, or ma- Well, not like... Yeah, he's not very macho, but also is like... it's He doesn't seem like a leading man. He seems like he's a great supporting character. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people have a problem with like supporting yeah. characters. There's a lot of great actors out there that are just good for supporting roles. For background roles. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Backing up they're they're not leading men, yeah. but they're great support sure. cast. Like, they're, they're phenomenal. Like, Oscar-worthy. I don't say he's Oscar-worthy, but like... He, I think he'd be good as a supporting cast, like if he was in um, another movie with somebody else and somebody else was the lead. Somebody a little stronger. Because he yeah. is likable. He's very likable. He does have presence, yeah. I think. But as a leading man, it just kind of, he falls short a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know Leaves what Leaves a little is. to be desired. So it's quoi. funny that you say that, though, because the first few movies that I did watch him in, I was like, that's him? Like, kind of like, as I'm watching it, because I'm like... I was like, oh, that's Don the Dragon Wilson. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just expected he's, a little more fireworks to it or exactly, something. Like a like, Jackie Chan. Like yeah, Jackie Chan's leading man. Yeah, because he comes on screen and he's got a presence. He takes over mm-hmm. each scene. But this guy, yeah, Don can kind of like fall into the background of a scene if he's yeah. not careful. Um, but he has a nice, likable quality. You end up kind of rooting for him yeah. in a way. So, yeah, you know, not saying I just was curious. about him. I was just curious if no, you, a, if I you never liked thought of him. it that way. If you, if you liked him, you're not right. like... Uh, I really kind of like this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he's okay because sometimes they you watch these movies and somebody who's in the lead role you're just like with it with a different lead actor this movie would be better it would be watchable. But so there is a funny point here in the story that I I wanted to mention. Yeah. It's, it's not we have to skip. I'd have to skip ahead to say it right now. Do but, it. But I'm just saying that with what you're talking about right now there's a line that he has in a little bit here in the movie that really cracks me up for the exact reason you're talking mm-hmm. about. So. So if we want to to kind of keep it moving so we can come back yeah. to that a little go ahead, bit. Go ahead. Um, so, no, I totally agree with what you said there. So he goes to Manila. He arrives. Um, he gets, there's a, after a crazy, like, fake fight scene where some kids try to steal his uh, bag in an alley. <laughs> and that's all terrible. And the punches are all slow. It is. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's, it's funny, though. Um, so he uh, ends up uh, noticing some guys uh, wearing a similar cloth scrap um, to what his brother had in his hand. So at the beginning, his brother had grabbed a piece of clothing before he died, uh, like, a, and tore a scrap off. So when he picks up his brother's ashes at the police station here after those, after fighting off those kids, yeah. they give him the scrap of cloth that was found clutched in his hand. So that's our first lead on finding the killer. And uh, <laughs> so he ends up seeing these karate guys uh, that have similar clothing on that match that piece of cloth there that he that he was given by the police so he follows these guys and he finds that they're going into like a karate club that he's not allowed to enter because there's like a gate so some guys keep him from going in so you know the logical thing there is he's gonna hide his bag in some bushes and climb up on the fence to go <laughs> look oh let me look over this wall of this place that yeah, i can't like enter a, it's like a 20 it's like foot a wall. fortress thing yeah <laughs> so you know, of course, he's watching some, you know, big dude that's fighting off all these little guys in a ring, and he gets noticed, and then a couple guys jump up on the wall, and he has to fight them off, and, you know... Well, he, he gets noticed by the 
the uh, big I, dude. I call him Bald Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know what he's called. I can't. Remember, I don't know what his name is in the movie. I don't. I didn't make it. No, yeah. So yeah. we're gonna call him Bald Bull. <laughs> sure. Like from Punch Out. Um, but yeah, so that guy notices him. Some guys climb up on the wall. He fights him off, and in typical hero fashion, you know, everybody starts clapping. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so, the, those aren't they the bad guys? I know. Well, and they're all watching this guy like infiltrating their karate club, and they start clapping like, "Hey, <laughs> he made us look stupid." <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. That cracked me up. That cracked me up too. Like, aren't you guys the bad guys? Like, isn't he a bad guy to you since he infiltrated? Like, some more guys, yeah, start showing up too right after that after he kicks a couple guys off and then he jumps on a cab and escapes and he goes like you do you know very casual yeah yeah and then you know he goes to get his bag back and notices it's missing and he uh sees a guy so this is where we meet the trainer guy who ends up being his trainer spoiler alert and (laughs) and the guy's just drawing in a a frog in the park on like a canvas you know he's very artistic i guess and uh so he tells the guy about the uh uh, red fist guys and it turns out the trainer guy had taken his bag and hit it and said be more careful someone will take it and it's yeah. like yeah like yeah. you <laughs> so that was kind of weird yeah um, but uh, so jumping ahead a little bit from their conversation uh, those two end up going to a restaurant to talk so Dragon uh, and the trainer yeah Don and the trainer uh, Jake I guess I should Jake, call him I'm sorry Jake, Jake our main sorry. character and the, and the trainer end up going to I have my own names in my head so. I don't I don't remember names so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah well to not confuse people so Jake <laughs> right. and the okay, trainer so Jake and the trainer and I don't remember Quang I think it's Quan. Quang Quang yeah whatever I think it's Quang anyway we'll call him the trainer so the <laughs> Wait, didn't you just, like, harass me about I, I did, but, you know, I'm right. So. Oh, okay, yes, sir. You're taking point. <laughs> yes, sir. So they go to this restaurant, and they start talking about those red fist guys. And, um... Yeah. Uh, that's the karate club. And yeah. so while they're in there, this other... There's, like, some people betting at a card table or something there on a card game. Oh, yeah. And there's this, yeah. like... There's this other, like... I say other. Don's kind of like the more white-ish guy there. But there's this other white guy there, clearly an American guy. Yeah. And he is at a uh, table there, you know, with these guys betting. And he starts yelling at, you know, at Jake. And he's like, hey, what are you looking at? And he's like, nothing. I'm not looking at nothing. And yeah. he's like, Dad, what are you looking at? And he comes over and he's trying to fight him. And so he starts, like, whispering to him, like, oh, throw, throw me at the card table. I'll grab the winnings. <laughs> yeah. It's and a so, ruse. So he, like, throws him in the card table, like he says. The guy grabs all the money off the table and they start going let's take this outside or something and they run out front and they're just laughing and yeah it's almost so what i didn't get from this movie i've watched it twice now okay and do they know each other no i don't think so no, not they're at all complete strangers okay here's the here's the thing with our <laughs> man uh uh jake aka don the dragon wilson that dude is just cool he's just cool so what happens is is like I'll just spoil it. His name is Baby. The yeah. card player at the table, his name is Baby, like Baby Driver. Yeah, we find that out here in a Which few minutes. Which is so weird to me, because well, I, just, I just watched that movie like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and this and this, and this guy. So Baby is the card player. He's a gambler, and he just seeks out trouble. And he's just like, he's picking a fight with Jake. And Jake is like, I'm not doing it. What's your problem, man? I just walked in here with my trainer. or my few, He's not even the trainer yet, but he just met the guy. Baby is like, hey, uh, I, I, I didn't have enough. You know, I only had a couple of sevens. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I, I didn't have anything. I he didn't like have anything. He brings him into this whole He brings scenario. him into the scam that he's running, like, he real quick with, with the cards. And he's like, yeah, whatever, man. He's sure. like, I've been in a tight space. <laughs> and he's just cool with it. 
So, no, because they don't establish anywhere in the movie that they know each other at all. So, basically, how they met is that he gets a baby out of this, like, gambling situation. Because right. baby is probably going to lose his shirt, or they were going to get beaten up by this. These but, people. like, the way they address it in the movie, because they make these guys, like, meet and everything, and they walk out laughing like old friends. Yeah, like, they... For a minute, like, when the first time I watched it, I swear, I thought they were, like, buddies, but then, that like... That just, like, happened to run into each something. other? Yeah. yeah, and then when I rewatched it, I'm like, no. No, they, they don't know totally each other. weren't. But it's, and, it's one of those things where this movie is just like, oh... Well, these two guys meet up. They have similar personalities. <laughs> They're friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just like, okay, fine. So, yeah. Well, and then, to, so to add to all of that, after yeah. after they get out front, Jake refuses to take the extra, the split of the winnings, you know, that he grabs off the table. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so he splits the winnings with so him, which is pretty cool. Baby says, well, let me at least buy you dinner and come on up to my place. And so they go up to his place, which is coincidentally like right next door. And so Baby gets up there and this is where we find out his name is Baby because he makes this terrible joke that, uh, what was it he says? I don't know. Um, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. That like my, my parents, parents my parents couldn't decide on what to call me, so they call me Baby. <laughs> and he just, for some reason, that's hilarious. Oh, it's just like, we're supposed over. to like bust our guts laughing at that terrible joke and then he basically passes out so jake's there in his apartment and sees this note that says up on the roof or something and Mm -hmm. so he goes up on the roof and this is where we meet what ends up being baby's sister and nancy and nancy right and so nancy's up on the roof in this awesome uh 80s aerobics outfit oh i know and she's like just dancing around got like tights and then it looks like what's called like a like a bathing suit i I call it the it's not a bathing suit but it looks like that like a unitard yeah there we go unitard (laughs) is a better way it's a unitard i couldn't think of the word it's a unitard Um, and she's just dancing around and he just casually sits down and watches her yeah. So this is where I was saying that I wanted to flash ahead to what you were talking about with him not being a leading man. Okay. Because he makes this line at her. She turns around and notices him, and she says, how long have you been there? And he says, uh, not long enough. You're very flexible. But he just delivers yes. the line blank casually. But how much of a creepy thing it is that for there. some random guy to just say to you? But this makes no sense for him because he really is like like being a secondary character style guy like you're talking about not a leading man he's not macho he's not you know not all grease back full of himself or anything like that yeah but he just no confidence says this line and it does not match his dialogue for any of the rest of the movie (laughs) nothing and it lays there that line lays there like a cold dead fish and she just says something like um oh another american or something like that she's american if we haven't explained um donald dragon wilson i looked up he's half japanese half American, you know, whatever his, his father's European or whatever, but he's, you know, his father's European American. He's American. So, um, baby is American. Nancy is also American. So she says another American, and I'm like, you're American. What? I don't, I don't understand the point yeah. of that line. Well, he's also wearing a Hard Rock Los Angeles shirt. So yeah. I, you Which, know, what gave it away? Getting back to the Hard Rock <laughs> thing, back in the 80s and 90s, especially the 80s, Hard Rock was the thing. It was like, hey, I've been to places because there's one that said London or Paris or yeah, you get try to get the cool Tokyo. Yeah. You know what I mean or wherever. So you, you'd go someplace where, so you'd be like, yeah. So if you're like, you know, we are in Ohio. So if you got one that said Los Angeles. I had to go to the Los Angeles location to right. get that shirt. So it's kind of like back in the day. I know nowadays it's like you can just buy anything off the internet. There was no internet back then. Right. You had to so go it was to the place to buy it. Or at least know somebody that went It's stupid and it's it, – <laughs> I've never understood it. 
um, honestly, even growing up, because I'm like, they're just they're ugly shirts. It just says Hard Rock with like a like yeah, a gold circle shirts. on the back. It's, it's a real base. Yeah, under it. it's a yeah. it's a very. But back in the day, it really was kind of cool. Like yeah. Hard Rock was the thing. Like somebody gave me a Hard Rock glass back in the day, and I loved it because it was like this thing you couldn't get anywhere. It was very rare. But anyway, right, right. So, uh, so Nancy. So basically, he, this is where, yeah, that's where he meets Nancy. He makes that creepy line after just staring at her, which she apparently is, I mean, she's not like flattered or whatever, but she's kind of okay with, more okay with than you'd expect a typical lady to be yeah. with. But anyway, um, unless you have anything else to say here, I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead a little bit. Dude, um, so you're on point. We are skipping ahead to a scene where he meets the other fighters. So he agrees to be trained by the trainer guy that we've already established as his trainer. Yeah, that is the next part. So this this movie moves pretty it, rapidly. You're, yeah, I'm only skipping little minor minor pieces. things that aren't worth mentioning. And so he agrees to be trained by the trainer. The trainer says, "Okay, I'll get you into this club." So they go to this you know exclusive like training club for this event. That that uh, and actually I didn't even make note of what the stupid event is called. I don't. I don't know if they say if what it's, it's called. It's, it's like the Kumite from Blood It's Sport, the Kumite, but it's not Kumite. I, I can't remember Kumite. if they actually say what the name is. So, anyway, so the other fighters are all training at this gym, and what cracks me up here is they go around the room, and the trainer is obviously pointing out who you know. This is so and so. He is your formidable <laughs> opponent because of this and that. Yes. But as they go around the room, each person does something like really cool right then. You know, coincidentally for us. <laughs> You know, right, as right. you know, as Jake is there looking at them and being introduced. That's what I love so, about 80s movies, man. Like, we get to Billy Blanks, and he's showing him. He the just cheese. beats an opponent. He knocks him on the ground. Some kid runs up and hands him a brick. He breaks it over his head. <laughs> and then he just turns around like he's meaning to, and there's bricks stacked up. And he just breaks, like, three stacks of bricks in a row and then, like, does, like, a bow, you know? And it's like... How was that planned? That's just part of your normal like training. Yep, you just that's do that all he the just, time. He does that every thirty seconds. Every thirty <laughs> seconds, he's just like he's flexing on, him up again. He's kid. flexing. He's oiling up, getting that baby oil going, <laughs> and then he's just breaking bricks. Do you? Okay, so Billy Blanks. You know what his name is in this? No, I did. Uh, Black Rose. Black that's Rose, right. yeah, yeah, which yeah. I thought was like. Actually, that's kind of awesome. I kind of like that. It's, it's kind of like... For, it's, it's, for a minute, I was like, that's a little racist. But, <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, he's yeah, like, I don't know. I think he's like the only black guy in the movie. Well, he's the only black guy. Black <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something about black guys being one myself. You can't really tell through audio, but being one myself... Black Rose is pretty good, man. Because black people are like, yeah, I'm black Superman. I'm black Popeye. I'm not saying it's not a cool like, name. I was I'm, just like, I'm Black Rose. I felt like it was a I guess some people can see it, but I'm telling you right now, people are like, yeah, Black Rose, that's my man, dude. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Vega yeah. from like Street Fighter, yeah, yeah. where he's just like tossing roses and he's real vain or whatever. Yeah. Like So like he's like Black Rose. He's like a beautiful... <laughs> You know, he's like a beautiful uh, specimen of a man. He's like, so I, I get it. I liked it. I like it too. I think it's funny. But I think I, it's just funny. for for it made me do a double take for. A I just, know. I, I just, uh, I take it as it comes. I don't know. It's it's. I will say this. I approve. Oh, all right. I approve. Well, thank you. <laughs> then I don't feel bad for liking that name. <laughs> That's right. That I did it. You're not a dirty racist. <laughs> <laughs> You're racist. Sir. 
So during that scene too, the last guy they come to is the uh, the big bald bull guy that you were talking about earlier, who was fighting some people in the courtyard. Yeah, and he is—he's our main bad guy, right? He is, and just like Bloodsport, uh, he is the former champion who often kills his opponents. Oh, and so we're told that now. So there's a you know a sense of danger is brought in because even in his training, he like punches the crap out of this guy oh, on the ground. Yeah. I don't remember if they come over and say he like killed him, but he at least like he put some guy down just right. training like no problem you know exactly. so like that's but you know jake just kind of eyes him up and you know everything's cool like yeah oh, and yeah. even baby's there baby's training so baby was training and uh it's like oh hey whoa man and like falls <laughs> over and he's like help me up and then he's like i'm just kidding what he says something like uh you know i've just uh I don't, he's playing dumb on purpose, yeah he's like trying to, to scam everybody like yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing but he's actually a pretty good fight yeah kind of like you know being a card shark or something yeah he, guy. he's so always he's, got a scam but he's that guy it's yeah, always sure got a, something going he's our kramer so <laughs> it's our kramer <laughs> Ooh, wow, no. ba- baby Kramer. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the, essentially we're skipping ahead again. We get a nice, uh, you know, montage as yeah. you would. Any, training montage. Great movie. So it's a training montage with some awesome things like uh, dodging rocks just being thrown at him by a bunch of kids, <laughs> which is pretty funny in a couple scenes. Kicking uh, some clay pots. Okay. And then standard stuff. The one kind of funny thing that I did see about this movie when I was reading about it is the, at one point he has to run up and down the side of this like mountain side thing, which is like sand. It's a volcano. And apparently. Oh, that would have been good to know. In real life, it was an active volcano. And he, no way. Don Wilson said, I guess later on that if they were shooting this now, he would not do that. Because no it was actually way. pretty dangerous. That would have been cool to know. That would have been like, if if his, I called him the master in my notes, but the trainer guy, yeah. Kwong, if he was like, this is a volcano, be careful, because it's active. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, because yeah. I think Kwong, I think Kwong is quick. like, he's Asian, <laughs> but I think he's Chinese. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what uh, nationality he is, but uh, he's definitely Asian. Yeah, there's definitely a mix in here. That's why it's a little... It's, it's a little hard to tell. <laughs> I, I don't think he... They're in Manila. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's Filipino. I think he's Chinese. Right. That just so happens to be in Manila. Well, they mentioned... Wasn't... Didn't they... Uh, towards the end, uh, skipping ahead on the plot, didn't they mention that like him and his brother were in Taiwan? Okay. Or, so or was it They Thailand? might be... That may be Taiwanese. I can't them. remember. I didn't make a note on that. I can't remember. But anyway, that would have been cool to note. Like, oh, you know, this is a this is a volcano. Yeah, I don't. Be careful. I don't Running think on they sand said is difficult. About that. But they didn't say anything about that. Mm-mm. He mentioned something about the art of war during this montage. Correct. Yeah. That's like, uh, you know, I thought there was like a little bit of words of wisdom. Nothing real. In my notes, I don't have anything special. Yeah, there's nice corny words of wisdom throughout it and everything. And, you know, this far into the movie and everything, too, you know, Jake's still wearing I've, his uh, hard rock shirt, you know, and we're, you know, halfway into the movie, still got, I don't know what, how many of these he brought with him on his <laughs> quest. Just the one. But, you know, just yeah, the one. So. Well, you don't know, hard rock t-shirts, they are antimicrobial and they just eat up all the... Oh, that was a thing back then? Yeah, you know, you know that? They had to That was not a thing back in the 80s. <laughs> So then, uh, you know, after this montage, I believe, um, Jake is what? He's leaving his building or something, and he runs into that old guy from the beginning that looted his brother. Okay, so he is stretching on, like, like the ballerina pole. Right. The bar or whatever. With, uh, with Nancy. Because yeah. Nancy's a dancer, mm-hmm. Nancy's like, 
hey, do this. Relax your muscles. Relax your back. She's like helping him. Yeah, yeah. And then she just like kisses him out of nowhere while she's trying to help him to stretch properly. Right. But it's like kind of um, done a little done, So they go out for so, – yeah, essentially. So they kiss a little bit and they go out into the hallway. Yeah. And he sees it like the old guy who was the bum from earlier uh, and he's got the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers hat on. Yeah. And for some reason, he recognizes that as his brother's hat, which I, I think is kind of funny when you're in another country. I understand if it was something very specific, but it's just a, it's a pretty generic hat. Um, yeah, but he, he somehow knows that's his brother. So he <laughs> starts, you know, harassing this guy. And uh, basically, the guy just tells him that um, it's uh, uh, what did he, he said something about a guy with a snake, but it isn't clear what it means. So we don't know what that means. Right. So he goes up. This is the bum from earlier who just robbed the guy, a dead man. He's like, oh, this guy's dead. He ain't going to need those hat anymore. So he takes his hat and his stuff and his money. And he's got the Brooklyn Dodgers hat and he takes his money. And um, Jake goes up to the this guy and he goes, speak English. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Like, okay. Yeah, what are we in America here? But he, you can but just the, yell at people to speak English? So, so the Nancy... Um, I think she speaks I think in Philippines they speak what's called Tagalog so she speaks Tagalog apparently mm-hmm. with with the, uh, the the homeless man or used to be homeless man because now he has money and a hat right because he stole the guy's winnings <laughs> and his hat he says something about a snake <clears throat> yeah and we don't know what that means yet but that's no. our that's our second lead Ooh, so it's a mystery on, on figuring out who killed his brother so that now he knows something about a snake, even though, you know, that's real helpful. So <laughs> super vague. Skipping ahead again, the trainer makes uh, Jake and Baby fight on the rooftop, and he's trying to get him, like, all... Yeah, they're sparring. Like, yeah, they're sparring, you know, but he's trying to, like, get him hardened, you know, and <laughs> see, see what he can do. And uh, he ends up beating him up pretty bad, spoiler, there at the end of that. So he... <laughs> and, you know, the trainer just goes, good, or something, you know? And so... Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Nancy's all upset at this point, because she's sitting there watching him for whatever reason and she's mad that that he just beat up his brother her brother and uh so you know causing some tension she's not into that and it's also worthy to know because we haven't mentioned it yet yeah because it does come into play that baby has this woman who's a a filipino woman that is following him around that is sort of his girlfriend he's not really interested into her right but it is it is sort of his girlfriend because well he, he looks at other women you know, when they go to different places and she just shows up and, like, gets mad at Baby, like, don't you stare at her, you know what I mean? She's basically a creepy stalker, but because it's a girl, it's okay. Y- yeah, yeah, because she just, she goes to parties and she just, like, will pop She's up behind the him. couch, like, like real slow, yeah. and just watching him. Not go stand beside him and, like, stare, like, give everybody the, the mean eyes. Right. You know, the, like she the, drops, like, breakfast off to him and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah, like an ugly stare, like, ugh. She just, like, she'll just do stuff for him. But he doesn't really appreciate it because so he's just kind of around. a fly yeah. by the seat of your pants kind of guy. Right, I just wanted right. to bring that up no, because it does that. come yeah. in to play because it does. Even in my notes, I'm like, I did not mention her, and I'm like, I at the end, I just I like, mentioned it at the end. But yeah, oh, okay, in my notes, yeah. Here. Sorry, man, no, did I screw okay. up. No, 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 you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I just her part is so minimal up, it is up until the minimal. end that I just kind of in my notes I, I mentioned her at the end. But quite literally background because she doesn't say a thing. No, she never speaks. She has no real role. But as he mentioned she's just following him around the whole time she's like his little one person fan club the loyal terrier yeah basically little puppy following him around yeah so i'm gonna skip again ahead again a little bit and we go to the first day of the fights 
And basically, they're you know they're pretty predictable. I mean, the people you think are going to win, all the people we were introduced to, you know, end up winning. So we you know we go through those, and basically we we get into after as the fights get on here, we get into uh, the tournament. The tournament going on, and it, all in the last twenty minutes is everything else that I have notes on. Okay. <laughs> so so up to this point. Mm-hmm. Just to mention, this movie is what, like roughly an hour and 20-something minutes? Yeah. And it's, yeah, so we're an hour into it, and we still don't know who killed his brother. We just no. know something about a snake and a red thing. Right. And uh, so, anyway, in one of the fights, uh, Baby has to fight that former champion guy, the bald bull guy that you mentioned. Yeah. And, uh, That's what I So, call. he gets beat up pretty bad. Just like in Bloodsport, he gets put in a coma. Oh, yeah. he goes to the hospital. And now, of course, you know, Jake is pretty mad. And, um, you know, he's got he's to gotta do good for the sister, you know, to help out, to help right. Nancy win her back and everything. And she doesn't want Jake to fight because he, he he's all she's got left kind of a thing or whatever. Yeah. So... Anyway, this whole time, so Jake's now in a coma, or sorry, Baby's now in a coma, and Jake's fighting for him. So now, as Jake is leaving the hospital, yeah, from visiting Baby, yeah, I skipped a scene here that I'm now going to talk about. Okay, so uh, the police come and grab Jake. There's a method. So and when they grab Jake, they put him in jail, which is obviously going to put a damper on it. They put him in jail because while following leads in a previous scene. The trainer and Jake go to a guy's house that's supposed to have info on him, and the guy is found hung in his room. So, well, that's the bum from earlier. It was the bum from earlier that had the Brooklyn, or I'm sorry, the L.A. Dodgers. Sit. I'm sorry, yep. into that. No, that's okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm that. sorry. No, you're, I ruined you're your reveal. No, no. So, so the police come because basically Jake was set up, but or we're supposed to know that he. The police are just dumb and they think he did it, but essentially at this point you get the feeling Jake's being set up because he gets put in jail. When he's about to have his last fight or whatever. There. Yeah. So, so the trainer, we get a scene of him putting something in a mango, and we don't know what it is. So yeah, he like, like a syringe or something. Yeah, he injects something into a mango. So we're wondering what that is. Yeah. And he goes and visits Jake at the cell, and he gives it to Jake, and he tells him to eat it later. And the guards inspect it, and they let him have it or whatever. And it's not real clear, you know, what all is going on here. But during that scene too. Uh, the trainer slips Jake a key and tells him something about how to get out. Yeah, where did so, he get that key from? You know, everybody's got keys to the jails. I don't know. So as I didn't see him steal it or anything like we're that. We're slowly getting the feeling that this trainer's a little shady because there's more going on here yeah. with all the chaos going First, on First, I think he's him. like a wise, like Yoda, like just like Zen state type guy, but then you start to see some shadiness. Yeah, and I mean, the trainer, I, I don't know that I mentioned it earlier because it wasn't Maybe it's kind of important. I should have mentioned it, but uh, trainer was uh, Jake's brother's trainer. That's why I started calling him the trainer. Yeah. So he was involved in that. So all this chaos, you know, as viewers at least, is going. They on barely around mention him. it in the movie. So yeah, and well, they end up mentioning it, but uh, we'll get to that very um, late. Last few minutes, they mention it. Yeah. But uh, again, so again, this is all in the last twenty minutes. So Jake goes to jail. He gets the key. Um, basically, uh, we end up learning that. Um, Baby's dead, uh, so he doesn't come out of the coma. So we get him, see him covered with a sheet. You know, Jake gets out of jail. He goes to his last fight, and this is against the bald bull, the former yeah, champion guy. Yeah, he's kind of running late. And yeah, he ends up coming in last minute, sort of thing. 
And while Jake's there, he gets knocked down pretty good, and he's getting pretty out of it because, you know, he ate that mango after he escaped. You know, it was supposed to give him, you know, energy or whatever, but yeah. things are getting weird, and things sound weird, and whatever else. Slowing so down. He sees, you know, his buddy uh, that was from the beginning, from America, uh, running that gym with him that popped the bag at the beginning is in the audience there, and he's yelling uh, something that's not real clear to him. I think he sells it. But it's hilarious because it's all slowed up because you're in like Jake's <laughs> vision of things and the guy's yelling to him and it's all <laughs> but it's clearly dubbed over and it's hopefully we can put in like a clip of it. You'll, you, we'll, we'll do a clip. It's up. supposed to be all serious, but what's funny is it's it's like comical. You almost can't help but laughing when he starts saying <laughs> Yeah. It's just like, is this, so is, he's this trying is how to, they're telling us? He's trying to tell him that the trainer is betting against him and yeah. is uh, basically... You know, trained him to to take the fall in a sense, and that's where we get the idea the mango was you know poisoned or something. It's yeah, never actually. Devious. I don't think it's ever really said what was in the mango. Yeah, they don't say, <laughs> but no. it's kind of a sedative, so it puts him down. That's why Jake's getting all weird. The funny thing is, the slow mo thing. Did you mention it happens during the fight? Happens during the fight. Jake's laying on the mat, which is and he looks up. It's not like he's like it's like a you know there's a. Ding ding! There are no ding ding like breaks, and it like the round is over. This is happening during the fight. Right. That his buddy is like, he's setting you up. <laughs> I remember from back in the day. You're like, what? <laughs> so, so he he starts to Jake starts to get the idea that uh, you know is kind of something's going on. And then, so that girl that that Mac mentioned here that was following Baby around, that lady friend, she comes in because she's all upset because Baby's dead and she's got a gun. Yeah. And she goes to try to shoot that uh, the the champion guy that Jake's fighting currently in the middle of the ring in front of everybody. And uh, she ends up getting like tossed off to the side and bashes her head or whatever. And so she's yeah. down and out. Jake suddenly gets this second wind out of nowhere because that was some really crummy sedative that he was fed by that mango, <laughs> I guess. It's some off-brand stuff. <laughs> and um, so Jake just starts kicking the crap out of this guy. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. He does. He just And uh, honestly, the, these fight scenes were actually pretty good. Actually, um, the tournament fight scenes are pretty they well were, choreographed. Yeah, because these were real fighters. Unlike yeah. like the kids that we saw on the street where he was, you could tell he wasn't hitting them or anything. These guys, I think, are actually making contact a lot of times because yeah, they know how to take punches. They know how to everything. take punches. They know how to take hits. And I think it's worth mentioning, like the tournament itself is actually not that bad. No, it's like, not. That's why I'm not, honestly, that's why I'm not talking about it very much. As far as the, I'm kind of skipping over the specific fights yeah. because there's not a whole lot for me to really tell you. You should watch the movie because the fight scenes really aren't bad. And they, you know, it's an action movie. We're just sort of making fun of the plot yeah. here, I suppose. Yeah. I think it, I, also, if I could just interject one yeah. second, like, please. I love that it's a tournament. It looks very much like Bloodsport. 
it's like sort of an amphitheater style. It's got like a, a huge stage where the fighters fight. And then off to the side, there's like betting with like computers and stuff. Yep. This is, to mention this, this it's is like, like from 1986. It's like high tech underground. It's super high tech. Because it's real dirty and underground. It's and super crummy, underground. The light's low. And people are smoking. And people got money in yeah. their hands and they're shaking their fists like, yeah, I beat them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people are dying during during this tournament. And there's like people off to the sides with computers. Now, granted, these are computers and they're like black and green computers like it's like black and like green text yeah. and they're taking bets they're on the phone yeah. and then off to the other side at the head of it there's like what I call the grandmaster like you would see in Mortal Kombat who's in the center who's just like, like he's judging he's like judging he's like yes <laughs> he just doesn't say anything he just shakes his head and then when each fighter fails I love this they take out a tile and I don't know what this tile is if it's like chalk or stone or ceramic but when a fighter fails, he takes it out of the box because he has two fighters with um, – and I, I don't know if so it's in Tagalog each, or Chinese. Each fighter to get into the match, this is their thing. This yeah. is how they were invited. Exactly. That's it's their in, tile. It's, so the guy has tile. the tiles of the two people that are and in. And when so. somebody loses, yes. he drops the tile and it breaks, which I thought was kind of awesome. Kind I, was of like, cool. yeah. I was like, I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's like, the, okay. The movie has some good elements It's a to pretty it like good that. thing. Yeah. It's like I – mean, yeah, it's it's a very surface level symbolism, yeah. but I kind of like that it does it. It's kind of it makes it um, have some weight to the yeah. scene. It's like, oh, is his tile gonna get broken? And he's like, oh, his tile totally got broken. You know what oh, I mean? No, like there yeah. it is. We just saw it. It yeah. was great. You know, what I, mean? I love it. So, so getting back to where we were. So yeah, Jake. You know, after his second win, he's kicking the crap out of this guy. Uh, he eventually knocks him backwards onto a, like a metal stairwell. Like if you can imagine oh, like yeah. a, a stairwell with like... Um, yeah, what is that? It's thing? like a handrail like coming yeah. off from a stairwell onto the onto the <laughs> side of the stage. But it's like not that it's far kind of, from the... It's kind of inappropriate to have next to a fighting ring. <laughs> I mean, this is like a solid metal... Anyway, very industrial. What do you kind call of, those like... Not I wouldn't say hazmat. That's not right. But like hazard safety. What do you call those? OSHA, OSHA, yeah, like, they'd be all over that one. OSHA would be like, uh, no, nah, you can't fight. You can kill a man in the ring, but you, you can't. Fifty feet away. <laughs> That's right. But uh, so he knocks the guy into that, and he just starts beating the junk out of him right there on that. And he grabs the guy's arm and pops it out of socket or something. Oh! And then he just grabs the guy's earring and rips it out of his ear and holds it up to the audience, and everybody's cheering. And Jake's running around in the middle. Just, yeah. Uh, you know, What's that about? Him. That's not a big. We, nothing was ever there was no big deal mean? like you see this earring it's made from the bone of it your, of your it brother does it have a symbol on it no I, I have no idea I have no idea and it's just like yeah I got his earring and I'm like okay that was kind of not cool dude like, in, like in he's just a regular sport, dude. like they had the the dude's bandana and then he like tied it around his leg remember when they were fighting yeah. and then they like takes the bandana back or whatever so like that something like that but this earring has no symbol it has like nothing that it's I not attached tell. to anything it's not attached to any emotion or person or like you know and if we miss something please let me know but I feel no. like I had no, no point I watched this it. twice <laughs> within a short period of time and I didn't see anything, and I thought that was very weird. Yeah. yeah. Go so, ahead. So now he learns from his friend after the fight that he still needs to go, you know, it's not over. We need to get the trainer because that's that's the – his nickname was Snake, you know, from back in the day. And he's yeah. a dirty trainer he's and fight rigger, basically. He rigs these fights as a trainer. So, you know, he yeah. gets people's – you know, kind of a con man, basically. Yeah, so essentially. So Jake Chase, you know, runs outside. He meets the trainer in, like, this garden park thing, which actually was from the very beginning where – Jake's brother got killed when he's walking yeah, out like, of the ring drunk 
It's like a weird, like, it's tiered a, garden. It's an amphitheater. amphitheater. It's an outside okay. amphitheater. And it's But the weird part about it is, like, normally they have, like, concrete steps, but, like, there's grass growing yeah, over the concrete that's steps. Really sure and then the stage, it looks kind of cool. It was. It weird. looks like a garden. Yeah. But it is a amphitheater. Okay. But yeah, so that's where they're... But it's also worth mentioning that, uh, in dramatic fashion, it's raining. It's raining. It's a rainstorm. And so the best part here was we get this we get what is actually one of the more awkward fight scenes in my opinion between yeah. him and the trainer who's because, old you know Jake just won this whole match now granted he's probably a bit winded from getting beaten up pretty good and drugged. being drugged and being betrayed mentally you know so anyway I can, I can account for some of that but he's fighting this this old fat man essentially <laughs> who we've never seen trained through this whole thing he's just sitting around but he is just this Master, because he's like beating the crap out of Jake. At this oh, point. he is like destroying Jake, and it's pretty. Uh, it was a little unbelievable to me. Yes. So, and basically, you know, in typical bad guy fashion, he tells him his whole plans and why he did it, and it's not for anything else. It's for money, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, for money. And Jake says that he knows that's a lie because he wanted. He knows the trainer wanted vengeance for his own brother being killed by Mike, who was Jake's brother from the beginning. Yeah. So the reason that Jake's brother was killed in the first place, apparently, was by the trainer because Mike, Jake's brother, had killed the trainer's brother. Hopefully that's not too muddy there, if no. that makes sense. No. Um, so then they have their whole fight scene. Jake ends up chasing the old man down into what is like I don't know it's like the alley thing from the beginning is what it is but I don't I don't really understand how this whole thing works it's kind of like an alley but it like goes down underground from the from the amphitheater and it's I don't either like and for another thing the trainer aka the snake who we find out uh, runs away even though he is destroying Jake he's the one that runs away it, that is true Yeah, he's like he's I'm like, gonna get away and I'm he like beats why him up, you could him just there and then, like, I mean plays coy and runs the away the dude has no morals he fixes fights he's drugged people he's killed people he killed the guy in the baseball cap right you know the, the bum who stole the baseball cap he killed that guy and I'm like well just kill this guy right I'm like what you're not above murdering you know you're kind of a scumbag so just finish him off no he runs away into somewhere we don't know, but we're we're ending up back where we started in the in the beginning. Exactly of the movie. where the drunk uh, Jake's brother Mike Jake's brother. was saw him get destroyed down there while he was drunk and looted. Yeah, and then so they they end up down there just after a little struggle down there and fighting back and forth, and the trainer grabs a hook thing and scratches Jake yeah. or whatever, and then. That, Brutal. that fence, that pointy piece of fence, yes. comes back into play that Mac mentioned yeah. from the beginning, and uh, I'm so disappointed nothing happened with that. Essentially, the trainer just gets knocked right onto it, face down into the gut, and uh, what he says something to him like, uh, "I, I trained right you here. well." That's right, you got it. Yeah, okay. he's like, "I taught you well," and then he just <laughs> those are his last words. And I thought he was gonna say, "I, I taught you too well," because that would have been a better line to me. He's been, like, yeah. I, "I taught you too well. You, you, you." You've impaled me on this nice suburban picket fence, sort of. It's, it's an iron rot fence, but like he dies on that, which I, I'm like, okay, you, you finally brought it back. I was waiting for something to happen with it, but no, that was, yeah, it was pretty good because I agree. In the beginning, you're like seeing this whole thing, it's like in the corner of the scene the whole time, and they do that in the end scene there too. And then all of a sudden, oh, yes, he goes on the fence. <laughs> it's like one of those cheering moments, you know. I don't know so, why yeah, you're just yeah. like, it's like satisfying. <laughs> I don't know why it's so satisfying. It sounds terrible to say that, but it's it's so sad. You're like, oh, and, hey. and this is all with like a minute 
20 or something left in the yeah. movie. And then, so Jake then, of course, right after that, goes back and meets uh, Nancy, the sister, uh, back out in the park area. The brain is stopped, you know, so, you know, yeah. you know and, and uh, you know, what, figuratively, everything's yeah. calm. Yeah, everything's now the cleared. storm is over. Yeah, the storm is past. <laughs> and, uh, so she comforts him, and basically they hobble away, and their credits roll. The credits roll, and that's pretty and much it. that's the whole of the movie. That's it. That's um, pretty much so it. So there's a lot more little subplot points that I skipped over because they're not super worth mentioning. <laughs> Subplots if, is being generous. There's other things that happen more like. This is a pretty decent ripoff of, uh, if you like Bloodsport, you know you know what to expect yeah. from a movie like this. This is a pretty decent kind of a ripoff. Um, I would recommend, if you enjoyed this at all, I'd recommend checking it out. Um, I'm definitely going to watch the second one here shortly because um, I'm very interested in seeing. Yeah, I want to check that out. What that is about. Um, I'll probably end up watching all of them. <laughs> so, oh, yeah? So really? I just need to find You like them. them that much? Well, if I could just point out a couple of things. Yeah, um, that's all I had for it. So. Yeah. Well, this just just a couple of things. Uh, this is a kickboxer. Bloodsport, Enter the Dragon knockoff. It Essentially, yes. everything like this is an is an Enter the Dragon knockoff. The Bruce Lee classic film. That yeah, pretty much I mean, everybody Bloodsport's knows. a knockoff of that. Bloodsport's so. a knockoff of that. It's a good knockoff. Oh, it's sure. a really good knockoff. I'd say Bloodsport is better than this. Oh, purely for from a oh, and also Kickboxer. Kickboxer's kind. Of, yeah, I I like Bloodsport better than Kickboxer. Kickboxer has a lame ending in my opinion. It's also another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. It's pretty much the same thing as Bloodsport, but Bloodsport I feel is better. Yeah. But if you are into martial arts movies, not a whole lot of martial arts in this, but what is in there is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Billy Blanks um, has a lot of great yeah, uh, he's energy. On, and, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's great to watch. I, th- I like watching him fight. I he's on he's the good. screen, and that dude is genuinely just captivating. Honestly, I would have liked to seen him yeah. in the leading role because... The little part that he has, I was like, oh, man, he should have been the main guy in this. But uh, I really like it. We'll get to some more of his movies. This movie moves very rapidly. I have in here, swift movie. The plot moves very swiftly. It does. It, does, it doesn't waste any time. It's very efficient. No real time to get bored. It's very efficient, which is a signature mark of Roger Corman. Yes. Efficiency. Because usually due to scheduling, usually due to a low budget but hey, that's fine. Not a lot of filler. Not a lot of filler. Yeah. Not a whole lot to it as a, you know what I mean? It's not a very deep movie. It's not supposed to be a deep movie, but there's not a deep movie yeah, the, the plot that's it. there does move, though. Exactly. Yeah. But the Roger Corman produced stuff is very just, you. what you see is what you get. Yep. And that's exactly what this is. So, it, you know, it's called Blood Fist, and you're, you're getting what you want. So, it's an okay movie. I would, along with Peter, I would recommend it. Um, mostly if you're into martial arts movie. If you're not really into martial arts movie, there's not a whole lot of like, oh, this is crazy. You know, look, we, sure. we talked about Nightmare Weekend in our previous episode. That movie is bananas. <laughs> if you like bad movies, yeah. that movie I think will will definitely... Um, this is very like, approachable. Like, you, yeah, could, this, you could sit down with some buddies and This is approachable, but it's not, it's not like... I mean, it's... It's, it's not insane. Yes. But it is definitely watchable and it's just a it's just a good B action movie and that's definitely pretty much all I that's definitely all would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, that's all I expected. It's not there's not too much to it other than that. Yeah. But um I think that was it. Peter, did you have anything else you want to talk about? I'm trying to look at my notes here. I don't know. No, I'm good. I, I think I covered everything I wanted to yeah. on this one. I don't want to beat it to death. I it's you know, it's not that deep of a movie as you mentioned, so I'd recommend just checking it out. Yeah. 
any other recommendations as we close up like anything you want to recommend to the audience that you've checked out anything that you're excited about that you want to mention uh not right at the moment no actually okay <laughs> sorry fair enough i want to talk about um just real quick it's a book yeah a book with no pictures it's called ready player one if you haven't checked it out i think it's a really good um book uh the guy, their author is from Ohio, and they talk about uh, Columbus, Ohio, in it as well, which is pretty cool. And it talks about a lot of like cool '80s stuff. It's kind of like Willy Wonka meets The Matrix is basically how a lot of people put it. And I think that's pretty accurate. They're <laughs> making a movie about it. Steven Spielberg is going to direct. Thought I heard that. And yeah. it's it's mostly because a lot of the stuff that uh, that the author talks about in the book either Steven Spielberg directed or has produced it. So he has that. He can, That's pretty funny. Yeah, he can just do whatever he wants. So it's an easy, it's basically a easy way for Steven Spielberg to make this movie because he didn't have to ask permission for anybody because he's got the rights to it. Yeah. You know, and he's Steven Spielberg. He, they'd give him the rights anyway. He'd somehow get it. That dude's a heavy hitter. But uh, I'm excited for the movie. Hopefully it'll be good. The book is definitely worth reading. Uh, Will Wheaton from uh, Star Trek. Uh, and stand by me if you know who Will Wheaton is. He's like a geek god, I guess, or geek geek aficionado, whatever. He he um, does the uh, narration for it. So if you have the audiobook, it's definitely worth listening to. I've listened to that as well as read it. It's it's a good time. It's not a real deep book. It's not the most spectacular thing I've ever read, but I definitely think it's worth checking out if you love the '80s and you love like a lot of nerd and geek cultures. It's really worth checking out. But uh, other than that, Peter, thanks for taking point on that Blood Fist. I really had a good time with this movie. Thanks for recommending it and suggesting it. You did an excellent job. I don't think we have anything else other than I just wanted to mention that uh, you know our website website is up. We also have um, our Twitter, Super Movie Ball on Twitter. We also have Super Movie Ball at gmail.com. Definitely hit us up with some ge- suggestions, some likes. Some just just say hello if you've seen the movie. Any thoughts? Any suggestions? Things yeah. you missed? Things uh, you think would have been better pointed out? We let us know. I'm definitely interested in hearing a little bit more about this. I honestly looked around a little bit online, but for this movie, and I didn't see a whole lot about it. No, there's not a whole lot of information. Yeah, not a whole lot of information. So, I think that'll do it for us. So, thanks guys for listening. Thanks, Peter, for doing such a great job and taking the time to talk to me. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you, buddy. I'm trying to be more of a gentleman on this, and thank you for... Because this does take time away from other things we got going on. So I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you later. See ya. That went pretty well. Yeah. Did I do okay? Yeah, awesome. I, 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 awesome.